Hello everyone and welcome to the first Loosely podcast. Firstly, I wanted to go over an introduction. Who am I? So, I am Coach Jell, also known as Jaleel. Um, and I have been a fitness coach for just over five years now. Uh, I lost seven stone, changed my life and I've helped hundreds of people 10x their confidence for them to be able to thrive across their career, social lives and relationships. With my actual biggest client weight loss being just over eight stone. And I thought today, no better first podcast than actually explaining the story of who I am and what I've been through. And it's something that I very rarely talk to people about. And I thought that realistically, it will help a lot of people who are, who found themselves in the same situation I once was. Knowing that other people have gone through the same things, I think can really help them push forward. So let's get started. So let's take it back to 2015. So 2015 was a dark time for me. Um, I was at my heaviest weight I'd got to, which is 20 stone, six pounds, around about 127 kilograms. And during that time, I would wake up 3, 4 p.m. in the afternoon. I'd sit on my Xbox all day. And I'd allow it to be, you know, my life. Each day in, day out was exactly the same. Didn't feel I woke up with any sort of get up and go. I didn't feel any energy at all. Um, and I was really just depressed at that time. And I'd let myself get into the situation. I think it stemmed from a lot of things previous. Um, for example, the passing of my um, father back in 2011. I, not to put any blame, but I found that I dealt with that probably in the worst way possible. Um, dealing with my emotions through food. Over that time, from 2011 to 2015, I gained the biggest part of my weight. I had stopped playing sports, stopped playing football, um, and the stress of that, as well as the stress of what I was going to do with my life, the pressure that I was going through or under, made me really focus on food as that emotional-based, you know, it allowed me that at that stage to see food as that you know, only source of happiness that I really did have. And 2015 was a time where I knew something then had to change, something had to give, because I was waking up, no energy, feeling ill. I had a lot of health issues. My asthma was the worst it's ever been. I had blood pressure issues. I was having migraines and things like that. And I just couldn't live like that anymore. And during this period, 2015-2016, there's actually a few moments in my life that really forced me to change, really gave me that realisation that something had to change, otherwise I probably wouldn't be here on this earth anymore. And a couple of those things, which I'm going to go through today, are quite deep, but I think it's necessary for you to be able to understand if you have had any moments of realisation that change is needed for you also. When... First things first is I went to go play football with my friends. Um, it was just just a kick about, you know, just a bit of fun. 
half an hour in, I could start feeling. I started feeling sick. I didn't hardly do any running. Didn't hardly move at all. And we all then went to McDonald's straight after we went and played football. And the feeling I had was my vision was getting blurred. My words were getting slurred. And I felt as if I just couldn't control what, what I was doing. And then I thought, okay, let's get some food. Maybe this will help. So we got some food. As soon as I ate it, I just started throwing up. And it was embarrassing because we hadn't even played football for that long. Uh, it made me feel at that time really down in the fact that, you know, all my friends could go play football, not have an issue, go home and be chill. And I was there feeling ill. I came home. I was even, I was more sick at home. I lied in a dark room and couldn't do anything for the rest of the day and majority of the next day as well. That was a really dark moment for me. Um, and it made me think that things had to change. The second biggest moment was, it was my, um, coming up to my birthday, and there's this Hugo Boss jacket that I'd actually seen online that I wanted to buy. So that was something that I wanted for my birthday. And my mum was saying, oh, go get it. You can have it for your birthday. I was like, amazing. I went into the Hugo Boss shop at the time with a friend of mine and I saw the jacket looked as amazing as it did on the pictures online I was so excited it was you know something that you know I, for months I'd been like I want that I want that I want that and this time I could actually go and get it and so I thought you know what I grabbed grabbed it in an XL I was like yeah let's try this on not a chance it was fitting me I then went to go try the 2XL couldn't even zip it up. I then had to go and ask two of the girls working there at the time um, if they had any bigger sizes and the biggest size they'd done was a 3XL. And I felt unbelievably embarrassed at this minute, at, at that moment. Um, they went out into the back, they found a 3XL. It did fit, it didn't, I didn't zip it up though because it was really uncomfortable when zipped up. And you know, knowing that, knowing that I have to get the biggest size possible in a shop, that the thing that I was looking forward to wearing the most actually meant, you know, I, I had this embarrassment linked to it. Um, really ruined my birthday, if I'm being completely honest, and ruined my whole, you know, experience around just enjoying life. You know, I couldn't enjoy life, I couldn't buy things I wanted to buy without this feeling coming with it and I ended up buying it in a 3XL but I wasn't happy Um, that was one of the biggest moments I think for my change was in the back of my mind I was like I'm never getting embarrassed like that ever again Um, you know it made me feel worthless and the third point which is probably you know one of the most emotional times I think I dealt with during 2015-2016 was a was over a girl of course and this girl at the time we had been in a bit of a talking phase I'd be get we'd talk to each other on the phone most days um, and the first time I ever experienced something like that especially when I was at my heaviest 
and this felt to me, I felt everything was going in the right direction, you know, um, my life was getting better, there was some sort of purpose, you know, I felt a connection I'd never felt in my life before, and this was, you know, 2015, 2016, I was young, and, you know, these feelings were amazing, and then one day, she goes, sends a message to her friends saying, well, what do you think about Jaleel? And they all sent back fat and ugly. Um, for her, she needed some sort of um, reassurance that, you know, I was a pe good person to go for. And the fact is, is that then I got called fat and ugly by her friends and it ended anything that we could have started and for me that was you know heartbreak you know at that time I didn't know how to deal with that Um, the person that I at that point thought could possibly you know go somewhere with was just destroyed Um, and that person sent me that message the person sent me the message saying that I was fat and ugly and that just broke me and them three things were the main changes the main things that i knew how to you know they're my three main moments of realization where i had to do something about this now so i in my mind there was no going back um i was sitting there i'd watch reality tv whether it be love island whether it be x on the beach anything like that and i in my mind i was like i want to look like these people look like I would then watch um, the CrossFit Games, uh, thing you know, fitness-related documentaries, um, Generation Iron, all things like this that would make me feel a lot more motivated, and that it, you know, it is possible to change. And me and a friend got signed up to a gym. So after my college, uh, or after a day in college, I'd go walk through the city centre, get to my gym. Um, with my friend and we'd jump on the cardio machines for an hour, hour and a half. Treadmill, cross trainer, rower, that's what we'd done for around about a month. After a month had gone by, my friend that I was going with actually just gave up. But maybe he didn't come to a realisation of change like I did. For me, there was, there was no going back and I was giving it my all. And during that time, that month... I didn't get anywhere, um, no results, no nothing. Realistically, I didn't even feel better because the fact that I didn't get results made me even more upset. But I wasn't going to let that stop me. So at that point, you know, 2015, this is going to be towards the end, start of 2016, uh, I gave my mum a call. I was like, is there a chance that I can get a personal trainer? She said, as long as it's something that makes you happy and healthy, do it. So with that support, I was on my way. I signed up to my PT. I think we'd done three sessions a week to start with, quite a lot of money. Um, but it was by far the best decision I've ever made in my life. You know, I went into the gym. I was taught the basics. I was taught exactly, you know, what needed to be done. And don't get me wrong, now as a coach I realise that my current the style of training that I was doing wasn't 
you know, what I give to clients because of um, it's not it's not what's needed to be successful. But I can't put the blame on her at the time. I still got to where I want to be, but nothing was going to stop me. Um, I've done three sessions a week. We do hit workouts, weight training, and I'd be absolutely battered after every session. Uh, I actually remember one time I was thrown up outside um, of the gym window. And as I said, nothing was going to stop me during this journey. Um, I needed to get to where I wanted to be. She uh, helped me then lose around about two stone of my weight. Um, over around about a three month period, I think. Three, maybe four month period. And it was amazing. You know, I could actually finally start seeing changes, results. It was crazy how much my mindset had changed. You know, I was sat there with her, I'd start a session on a rower, uh, which if you're with any one-to-one PT now and they jump you on a cardio machine to start, um, leave them. But she would jump me on a rower at the start and I'd talk to her and I'd ask her questions because I was this passionate. I was never going to let go back. and I wanted to learn everything I possibly could have. So I'd ask her so many questions. I was like, okay, so how will I lose weight if I want to eat, you know, Tesco meal deals? You know, what's an easy, convenient option that I can just go and buy? And during that time, to be fair, I didn't get that much help food-wise, but the amount of activity that I was doing compared to I normally would was crazy. As well as that, I just used my basic knowledge that I've learned through just the time of, you know, being a human to cut down on certain foods. So I'd leave, I'd leave the gym most days and I'd walk to the shop next door, which is sadly no longer a shop. But I'd go buy packet rice and I'd go buy um, corn chicken. The only reason I used to buy corn chicken back then was mainly because once you reheated that in the microwave, it tasted the same as what it did when it was cooked and I didn't like the taste of chicken when it was recooked. And I'd come home, I'd give that to my mum, be like, can you make me all of this please and put it in boxes? She'd be like, yes. And I found it so helpful. I had food with me at all times. As well as that, I used to go to Aldi and I used to get the little uh, tuna pasta pots. I used to um, go to Subway some days before the gym or after the gym and get a salad bowl. And I was doing everything that I knew I possibly could to really get me into basically the shape of my life. I was even, you know, at that point, I was having cheap meals on a Thursday, which was normally a doner kebab. Um, which now I wouldn't recommend, but that's how I was taught at that pe that period. And I'm really grateful because even though, as, as I said, that personal trainer wasn't the greatest of personal trainers, I was at least given some knowledge to build on. I was It was just another step in my journey towards exactly where I wanted to be, and I am extremely grateful for that. And if I was to go back now, I would pay a double because the difference to, it's made to my life has been unbelievable. As well as that, um, you know, I had that sort of motivation where there was days I was waking up um, at five in the morning. I would get up, I would walk to the bus stop, I would look at my training plan and I'd get the bus, the first bus that was on straight into city centre, straight into the gym and I'd do all the stuff that I was planned to do. So pull day, push day, etc. And that just at that point showed to me how motivated I was and how motivated for change I was. Um, after a little while, 
I couldn't carry on with this personal trainer no more um, because I felt, number one, I could do a lot of this now on my own. Um, I wasn't getting the support that I needed and also the cost was a lot. But I knew that wasn't the end of my journey. I knew I had a lot further to push on. So I joined the gym closer to me, mainly because I did finish college at that point. And during that time, I was just training myself, eat, trying to eat better uh, and progressing with weight training and progressing and, you know, doing things I enjoyed. And I did that for a long time. And a lot of friends came with me, a lot of friends dropped out. Um, but it was an amazing period of my life where I really learned how to start doing things for myself too. Then I, you know, I got into a position around about 20, around about 2017, end, end of 2016, um, where I was so much happier. I was down around to about 16 stone, maybe 15 stone. And I was so proud of what I had achieved because in my mind, when I very first started, it was difficult for me to see where I could possibly get to. And that's the thing I see a lot of people struggle with, the self-belief or the being afraid of what is possible or what you know the new you will look like. Um, I can promise you now the new you will look unbelievable um, and you'll feel unbelievably happy. In 2017 then, I joined, um, or oh, really I got my first proper job. It was working at Amazon. Um, and it wasn't easy. It was tough. Uh, couldn't sit down, always had to stand up. It was good money, but for what you had to do, it was just not worth it. I didn't enjoy it at all. And during that time, my motivation was still unbelievably high that I'd finished my shift, my night shift at, I can't remember, like half five in the morning, half four in the morning, something like that. And first thing I'd do is jump into the car, take a scoop of pre-workout, and off the gym I go. I'd jump in the gym so early and still train. But I did find that this had a big effect on my progress, but I was still motivated to make sure day in, day out, I was still doing what I needed to do. Um, from there, I realised that th that is not a job that I want to be doing long term. That is not what I was, you know therefore or on this earth sorry for this is not my life's purpose is working at amazon not a chance my life's purpose is not packaging boxes um at one point i had to unpack 200 purple dildos that is not what i'm designed for that's not what i was put on this earth to do and when it came to it i you know the money at the time was really good that actually even allowed me to get another personal trainer so the second personal trainer was in a gym closer to my house and he really taught me a lot about weightlifting, bodybuilding, um, a lot of the stuff of, a lot of the stuff that I didn't have much knowledge about, I was extremely grateful for. I loved the fact that I could go into the gym, not have to jump on any cardio machines to make progress with heart health or with uh, building muscle. I didn't have to do any cardio to build on that weight training would do all that for me and this is where I really learned the importance of resistance training I was really I really did fall in love with it 
I'd go in the gym, I'd be doing supersets of machine chest press into barbell press and it'd make me feel amazing the fact that I could now do this and I had that self-sufficiency to do that on days that I wasn't with him and I didn't feel any gym anxiety, no thoughts like that, like I did at the start, you know, at the very start I felt like everyone's going to be thinking, oh Jaleel's a fatty, uh, what's he doing in this gym? Um, but that disappeared very quickly once I realised that how important my goal was to me and that I don't care and that, uh, to be honest, anyone in the gym doesn't care about anyone else. They just want to focus on getting themselves better. And during that time with the second personal trainer, it was amazing. I said I learned a lot weight training wise. Um, once again, I started that with a friend and surprise, surprise, they dropped out. But I didn't. I carried on and me and the trainer, um, well actually on the day that I quit my job at Amazon, so one day I actually turned around and to the manager I went, I do not want to do this anymore, I'm leaving and he was like why and I was like to be honest mate it's shit and he said I agree. From then I just came home halfway through a shift because um, I, I hated it, it's not what I wanted to do. Wanted to do. Um, so I came home, uh, went to the straight to the gym, went to have my PT session and he went to me, Jaleel, why don't you become personal trainer? You've got a USP, it's a unique selling point. He was like, you've lost this, this X amount of weight. Um, there's many people in your situation that could do with help and, you know, your experiences that you've gone through. And... I was like, I, I was like, you know what, I agree. Um, so as soon as he said that, I was like, sorry, I can't pay for you, <laughs> pay for you no more because I couldn't afford it. I didn't have a job anymore. And I spent um, all that money as well as asking my mum for some help at that time to help me set up for a PT course. And this is crazy because I didn't see my life going this way. You know, after finishing college, I was very stressed about thinking, oh, well, I have to go to uni and I was going to do either pharmacy, then that changed to photography and... They were things that I actually wasn't passionate about. It was just that I knew I had to do something. But this fell right into place. He told me that. I'd done the PT course. I was driving up to Manchester every day for about, about six weeks to do my course. And during that time, I met a lot of good people. A lot of people that also did make me feel, if I was to say, an imposter. You know, I did feel imposter syndrome at that point. I felt like I didn't deserve to be there because some of the people that were on that PT course were ex-professional footballers. Some of them on there were, you know, people in unbelievable shape, you know, bodybuilder shape. And there was me just, realistically, I just lost weight and just really started to get into weight training. And I did feel a bit out of place. Um, but I couldn't let that affect me because I knew that my mission on life was to help others. After doing the course, literally day after I passed the course, I applied for a job in a gym called Everlast Fitness. And from there, I got the job literally straight away. I, I done the interview on the drive home. Jaleel would like to offer you the position, spot on. This was a position of a fitness coach. This meant that I had hours in the gym teaching classes. I had hours in the gym um, 
I sorry, I I was in the gym teaching classes. I saw it. I was in the gym, like for example, cleaning treadmills, things like that. Obviously, not what I expected PT to be like. Uh, and they would actually take a percentage out of my money off my personal training too. But it was difficult to start. You know, at that point, I was nineteen, turning twenty, and I was earning off from them about three hundred pound a month. And then on top of my PT, which I didn't have any clients because I literally just started. And it's not as easy as just walking in and being like, yeah, um, you want to sign up with me? Because no. First day I went to the gym, someone actually came over to me and said, you don't look like a PT. And I was like, great, thank you. Uh, and if anything, that just put an even more of a desire into my heart, into my mind that I, you know, I was going to make it. I was going to be it. I was going to be exactly who I wanted to be. And it's crazy because first month in, I got my first ever client, um, a client of mine that had uh, actually asked me at reception for another personal trainer because she had lost her personal trainer because they had left and she wanted to get a new one. And I said, you know, why don't you give me a chance? And she said, okay. And she, as a client, was with me for about around about five years, um, which is crazy. Um, there's a lot of loyalty shown, but during that time, it felt amazing. My first ever client, you know, my first ever person that I knew I could help. At that point, don't be wrong, I didn't have a lot of knowledge. The PT course doesn't teach you anything. You don't get a lot of knowledge, sadly. It's all through experience. And me and this client actually sat down and I said, it's not going to be an overnight change. Um, we'll take things slowly, but we will get you eventually to where you want to be. And this client it, it did help me a lot because this client was really passionate and she would mention, she would ask me questions. She would force me to learn. She'd be like, Julio, what is this? Julio, what is progressive overload? And I would sit down, buy books, go on Google, watch YouTube videos, spend hours and hours of my time finding the answers for her. But one thing that I think I was really good at at that point as well is I would listen to her and I'd turn around and say, I don't know the answer to that, but I will get back to you as soon as possible with the answer. And it was that level of respect and appreciation that we should both show for each other. And from there, it was onwards and upwards. Myself, I got in such better shape. Uh, from the help of another personal trainer in the gym, we became pretty much best friends. Got me in a really good position fitness-wise. I was feeling amazing. Um, I really felt like my life was on the up and it was great you know the confidence that I built was insane you know during that time first year as a personal trainer I was going out most weekends and I felt amazing you know I was being able to talk to girls I was being able to go out on dates I was able to you know feel just fully confident in myself and that was such a big change from the person that I'd once been and it makes me upset thinking about obviously how much, you know, how dire, how dreadful my life was at, you know, 2015, 2016. And within two, three years time, I was going out and enjoying my life. It's crazy to think the difference. Um, now I maybe realise at that time as well that I was maybe trying to make up for lost time. And, you know, I was trying to make up for the time that I didn't, wasn't able to do these things. Um, but 2018 
probably one of the best years of my life, even though a lot of it was a struggle money-wise because PT at that point really didn't pay much at all. But I persevered. Within a year's time, uh, I had built up enough clients to become self-employed. At one point, I'd actually taken, I had 26 clients with some of them doing two, three sessions a week. I was, if, I, if I'm being completely honest, I was being run into the ground, the amount of work I was doing. I was there most days, 6 a.m. start, leave at 10 p.m. And that for me, I, I just couldn't live like that. Um, I was burnt out, unmotivated. Clients would ask me for their plans and I'd be like, yep, yeah, I'll get them to you. And I'd completely forget because I was burnt out and I didn't know what to do. And during that time, that taught me something really, you know, good in the fact of I've got to be able to look after myself first. If I make myself a priority and look after me, then I can look after my clients, my relationships. I can look after my social life so much better and serve others at a much better standard. 2018, 2019, I became self-employed. I actually got into my first relationship, which was amazing because I never thought when I was at my heaviest I'd ever be in a relationship, especially after the previous things that had happened to me. Um, it was nice to be able to feel love, nice to be able to feel that I had someone there for me, someone cheering me on. It was a really nice feeling. Um, and I think it really helped me give me an extra driving force because I think over time my driving forces did change initially it was you know them three moments of realization which I was like I'm never going back to and they've always been in the back of my mind but I think my driving force then was being able to create a future for, not for just myself but for my future family as well and that was a big thing you know I wanted to be able to provide for my um, partner for I don't know any future kids things like that and that is what turn my driving force up another level and they do change it will change over time you'll notice if you're in the middle of a fitness journey that you, you know your main drive will change it uh, you become new they become new purposes it's like you're taking back layers of other purposes and then pushing on with or sorry you take taking layers off purposes to find your main purpose in life uh, and i feel like it's a non-stop journey until one day you realize then, you know, 2018, first year PT, second year self-employed, in a relationship, feeling amazing. Then through um, a breakdown in communication between me and the manager of the gym, I had to leave. Um, I felt as if I was no longer valued. I felt as if um, every day I was going into work and I was feeling depressed because of how bad the work environment was at that time. So I made a change. I joined a new gym, a private gym. Something that I've never thought about before because, you know, it's scary. Move to a private gym. What if all my clients don't follow me? What if I am, um, you know, basically starting new? But I was in a really good position to where I think my clients really appreciated everything I'd done for them and a biggest value of mine is loyalty and I think they felt a strong sense of it and you know they became not just my clients but really like family members in some degree Um, they'd help me with advice I'd help them with advice and even clients at that point were telling me that Jillio something's gonna have to change because it feels like you've lost your passion and I agreed so moved to the private gym and every single client followed me 
Um, and I'm not going to lie, my heart was full. It was amazing. The fact that they all followed me over to this new private gym. Um, you know, some of them even cancelled their gym, old gym memberships and followed me and it was amazing. And it was great. You know, I felt a, diff a real difference in no longer walking into work and feeling down and depressed. I was walking into the uh, private gym feeling like, yes, another day. Uh, let's get my clients to their goals. It felt unbelievable. It felt amazing. You know, having that place, having a place as well where the clients felt more private. It felt more one-to-one. More -one. You know, we could really chat, talk, work through things, mindset issues. We could really, you know, work together. And during this time as well, I actually set up my online platform. And this was because I knew that for my one-to-one -one clients, I wanted to offer them the whole package. I didn't want to just offer them just, you know, one side of it, which is just training. And with that online package with them, they found like the help they got was unbelievable. They had everything covered. They had plans, accountability, support, um, everything they needed in place you know, a clear plan of action. That was a clarity for them to get their goals. And it felt amazing I then had that in place, even though, don't get me wrong, it took me a long time to be able to get that all put in place and them systems working, you know, perfectly. But then 2020, um, when I did join the new self, when I was self-employed and joined my new gym, I even got a billboard. I was out on the front of a main road um, on the billboard for around about two weeks and really felt life was flying life was going amazing then we move on to say 2021 and i started to lose my passion i started to feel as if i wanted things to change again you know at that point that gym was getting busier and busier and something that really affected me deep inside was seeing you know, how much I give to my clients and how much, you know, I care about them and their results to then seeing, say, other trainers working and doing things with their clients that sadly won't get them the results. And I related this a lot to my old self and my first personal trainer. The things that, you know, during that time, I was going home after each workout with a migraine, feeling sick. It was disgusting. And I know that these people shouldn't be put through this anymore they don't deserve it they're giving hard-earned money away to not get the results that they want and it really angered me and that my cl uh, clients could tell and you know they were angered in themselves because they were seeing what people had to go through um you know whether it be form completely awful allowing a chance for injury whether it be you know um pts were going asking their clients uh is your food been all right this week or instead of already having things in place to make sure it's been okay um you know instead of just saying eat less move more i realized through my own journey there's so much more that goes into play here uh, and sadly majority of the industry just doesn't realize that and they don't realize how much actually has to be given to help others but during that time i said i felt a lot of anger inside of me i felt a lot of i was really annoyed I'd stand there in the gym and I'd look at these other people and I'd be like, it's unfair because they're not getting the treatment they deserve. And it was really getting on top of me, really was. Um, and it was killing that passion that I had because in my mind, 
if you go to one personal trainer and you don't get the results you want, what are the chances of you going to a second personal trainer? I, I, I say something that I always used to say, Sammy, was that if you go into a car showroom, say, for example, a Mercedes, you have a really bad experience with the whole place, the whole salesperson, reception, everything. You're not, they're not going to buy a Mercedes because you think that every other Mercedes showroom is going to be the same. So you don't go and buy that car. This is how I used to think about personal training was that they come in, they spend their money, have a really bad experience, don't get the results they want, and they'll never think of um, having another personal trainer ever again. And the biggest issue that I then found was that this is people giving up on their dreams, their goals. How can you give up on your, on your dreams and goals? You know, it's something, you know, that trainer really should have given gave that person their everything to make sure they achieved that. Um, but sadly, that's not how things work in life. Um, 2021, or 2020, 2021, uh, when lockdown came along, I decided to really focus on my business online because I knew how much I could offer. Um, it always seems a thing now that really good one-to-one -one personal trainers actually end up moving on to online because they can actually, going forward, help a lot more people because they've got that ability to do so from one-to-one. -one. It's like the natural progression stage. So I signed up with a, a business coach at the time to help me really focus on what needs to be done to make create an online business. And it was great. You know, lockdown um, was a lot of time for me to really work on my business and really put the systems in place that were needed for people to be successful online. I took on a few clients. Um, it was going good. They all got amazing results. And at this point for me, I was thinking, you know what, this is something I want to do long term, long, you know, I want to be able to be an online coach. But at the same time, I still had a lot of one to one clients that I had to serve, you know, during lockdown, I was still tr trying my best to train them. They had all the online stuff in place as well. But then when it came back to lockdown, finishing I went straight back into one-to-one -one in the gym and I realized that I couldn't do both it was like I was pushing one against the other and it didn't give me that main focus that sole focus of what I wanted to do and to be honest I felt like it was tearing my business apart having one-to-one -one and online I felt like I couldn't do both so after you know a long period then of still doing half and half I decided that something I had to give so I decided I was going to finish one-to-one -one completely. Um, saying goodbye to a lot of, you know, one-to-one -one clients. You know, I even had clients who used to train with me who used to have autism and that used to really make me feel good that I was being able to help in that situation. But I had to make that change. I had to be selfish. I was losing the passion for one-to-one. -one. Um, and, the, you know, online was giving me a lot of satisfaction in the fact that I could help so many more people you know, around the world, you know, I have clients uh, from all around the UK, I have clients in Scotland, I have clients in Hong Kong, you know, I, it's, a, it's a worldwide thing that I can be able to help people with. And it's an amazing feeling that I can do that. So then it came about after all the years of teaching classes, doing one-to-one -one sessions, um, helping hundreds and hundreds of people, um, 
I want I made the change. I went full time online. And it's crazy because I've now been able to help so many people and I want to continue to help thousands and thousands more. Um I'm so glad I done it. I sit here now today recording this podcast with a happiness in my heart, knowing that there's people out there getting help their exact sorry, exact help that they need from me. Uh, the Lose to Live program is my program name and it states basically, you know, what I wanted from my fitness journey when I very first started and it was to be able to live life and the meaning can change over time to now it's living a successful career, now it's living a good, now it's living good relationships and good social life but when I very first started, it was just to be able to live and feel like I am actually living a life worth living. You know, if you're sat there right now and you're listening to this and you're thinking, my life just doesn't seem like I'm living life, you know, something has to change. We only get one life on this earth. Make the most of it. Um, yeah. That is basically my story. Um, a lot In a lot of podcast episodes moving forward, you will learn a lot more about me. Um, difficult to remember everything on the spot but I've been through a lot in my life uh, a lot of stress a lot of grief um, a lot of heartbreak and it's been looked at as a positive thing as a growth as, or as a positive place for growth and if those things didn't obviously happen to me I wouldn't be where I am today and I've got to accept that and moving forward, you've got to realise as well that if you've had you know moments of realisation in your life so far, make a change. You know, reach out if you know if anyone wants to reach out to me. It's at coastgel underscore. It's important to reach out and make a change. Change is unbelievably important. If you don't make change, sadly, nothing will ever change. And we have to go out of our comfort zones to grow as a person. So. I'd, you know, comfort zones can be a beautiful place, um, but nothing ever grows there. Hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Hope you learned a lot more about me. You'll learn a lot more going forward. Um, and if you need me at all, at Coastgel underscore. And I'll see you later.